This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. And you are listening to Unsane Radio. 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 So I, uh, like on HBO Max, they have uh, um, all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, right? Um, and so I thought I'm going to go back and watch the first one um, uh, just to kind of see what I think of it now. I haven't seen it probably for 20 years. Um, and uh, while I was watching it, I thought, well, you know what, there's, this is actually, there's something more going on here than what I thought about this just kind of weird slasher kind of movie, right? There's a couple of things that I, it never occurred to me. Number one was that uh, Freddy's not a child molester, he's a child killer, right? They never say anything about him molesting children. Um, and number two is that the main character, the, the girl, um, she is not a, a victim at all. I mean, she is like, you know, I think there was like this whole trend of making these, um, these like strong women um, who were literally the only people in the, the whole thing saying, this is happening uh, and we need to have a plan to fight it. Uh, and everybody else was just kind of like, hey, you know, yeah, we're experiencing, we know about it and all that kind of stuff. Um, and to me, that was like really interesting to kind of look at it that way. The other thing that occurred to me was that this is literally just one prolonged 1980s music video uh, with all the weird lighting <laughs> and all the way it's shot and all that kind of stuff. Um, but still, you know, I mean, I think, you know, for for that time, it was of the 80s, like that eight, that there's all those slasher movies, if you consider that a slasher movie. Um, do you guys remember like when the first time you saw that movie and if you've seen it since you have a different impression of it? I saw most of them. Um, I actually thought part two was better than the first one. I recall liking the second one better, but I don't remember a whole bunch about it. It, I never really liked the series. And by the time I got to Dream Warriors with uh, with the Dokken, as you were mentioned the last episode, uh, I had just it had become what I liked about those latter ones. It had become satirical and and kind of self deprecating and comical. You know it it didn't take itself very seriously. There were a lot of puns and punchlines. Freddie became a joke. And <clears throat> it reminded me of something when I was doing my research for my master's thesis and uh, on Godzilla, is that you can only see a monster so many times before you get used to that monster. And then you have to inevitably add some humor to it because it's not scary anymore. So that's a formula we see with a lot of these movies. Friday the 13th did it with Jason in Space. Um, Freddy versus Jason, you were taking these two of these uh, big, big movie like franchises. That That's a really entertaining movie. That's a lot of fun. But by then, Freddy Krueger's, you know, wisecracking, making jokes the whole time, you know, and that's what happens in these Freddy, you know, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. That's what I find enjoyable about them is the bad puns and plays like, you know, the, and the, 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 the grotesqueness, the body horror, as we would say, the right. tongue coming out of the phone or being turned into a pizza. You know that's a spicy meatball and you know it's just ridiculous um and that's <laughs> that's about the only thing i really care for i didn't see the remake although i was intrigued because of who plays freddy krueger um but i did not did not yeah. see it uh well and you know it's interesting is only the first one was done by wes craven so i think you know that's all the rest were done by somebody else and i don't think he had any involvement uh, in those because he wasn't the writer i don't think he just directed it correct uh, that's a good question. I think he may have had a hand in writing it, but I, okay. I, I can't 
I can't attest to that. I just remember, you know, as I said, I was watching it and I thought, oh, I'm going to watch this again. I haven't watched it for, I mean, probably yeah. since it came out, you know. Right. Um, I think I was in college the last time I saw any of these movies. Yeah. And I didn't, well, I didn't see that movie when it came out. I, I saw it probably 10 years later on VHS or something like that. Uh -huh. The um, I think the only one that doesn't resort to humor um, is uh, Halloween. I think they continually try to keep that as creepy as they they can not that they succeed um yeah. but you know that's that's one that they don't really resort to to being humorous and i think it's interesting that um to me the best uh what is it meta uh slasher movie is scream you know the original scream which is wes craven who's then going back and literally just making fun of all the tropes mm -hmm. that are, kind of um, deconstructing it but in a also, post postmodern way but also having a great twist. I thought it was actually yeah. just very what well. Twist? We're all self-aware. We know what's going to happen and we're following the rules and we're telling the people, the audience, what's going to happen ahead of time. Right. It's very, very fourth wall breaking in a way that, you know, that's the only thing they lack is just telling the audience, Hey, someone's going to get killed. They tell one another, but yeah. Yeah. It does make a difference in that franchise for sure. What about you, Tar Feather? Do you guys have any like? Uh, did you watch, uh, you know, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street? Uh, did you know, or did you just like, oh, these are terrible movies? Not or not within the the things that you like to watch? Oh no, I, I saw the very first one. I saw that when it first came out. Yeah, in a theater. <laughs> it's just that's that's. I, I liked it. I yeah, it was fun, but no, I didn't. I never got into the series, per se. Yeah, it was Freddy. It was fun. Yeah, it's franchises. What about you, Feather? Did you ever watch them? Or I saw the first one. Um, yeah. Later, I didn't see it at the theater. Right. Um, saw it later. Um, I thought the first one was okay. Then I saw the second one. I thought, okay, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I, and I, I, I don't think I've watched any of the rest of them after that. I've heard that the, you know they are they got more humorous and all that. Wasn't Roseanne Barr in one of them or something? Why was she? Yeah, they, I, wasn't she? I don't know. Didn't she have something to do with him? I don't know. <laughs> I think in Dream Warrior, she was know. married to him. Oh no, no, that, I'm sorry, that was Tom. <laughs> yeah, they well the first, the first one had Johnny Depp in it. Um, yeah, as as a jock, which is that's the one of the oh funny yeah, and is isn't he the one that gets pulled through his bed? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and then they spit him out onto the ceiling, um, and he, he's wearing a one of those half shirts or whatever they're called. What are they called? You know, crop shirts or whatever. Yeah, and it's like Bag. a full stuff like that. And never, yeah, I never knew who he was at the time, and then later no. on, I heard, and I never went back to watch the movie just to see his performance because <laughs> I barely remember it. It's he wasn't. Was it the movie isn't good enough to uh, watch for us? He was time. literally all over the place. <laughs> and Kevin Bacon was in Friday the 13th. Yes, yeah, he was. Um, well, that's another one, Friday the 13th. Um, I like Jason X. Is that where they have the, the dude eats the heart and he like literally jumps from body to body or whatever? Um, oh, well, which one is that? What is that, that? I think that's Jason X, isn't it? Or, I'm not sure. Um, was that Jason Goes to Hell? Oh, Jason goes to hell. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But anyhow, that's it's got the guy that eats the heart. The heart. He's like just sitting there, and he, he pulls the heart out of the body, and he's just looking at it. And all of a sudden, he just goes, he starts mowing. No, and they give no explanation, do they? 
I know, but that's great. But the, the big complaint then is that there's not enough actual Jason in the movie, you know? <laughs> and at that point, they can't call it Friday the 13th because they don't have the rights to that. But they can call it Jason. That's why it's Jason. They were taking a page out of the, um, was it the Toho movie, Frankenstein versus Baragon? That's how Frankenstein oh, happens. Yeah. The kid eats the heart, the radioactive Frankenstein's heart. You know, the orphan eats it and then grows into this, you know, grotesque monster Frankenstein. Oh, you uh, mean Frankenstein conquers the world? Yes, for the uh, Angle files among us, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I saw it, it, that's what it was called. Yeah. Same What's, here. So, what are the Halloween? What are your guys' Halloween movies? Like, what's the movie that, you know, like you love to watch at Halloween or is your favorite Halloween themed movie or whatever? Like, is there an annual movie? I got to watch this because it's Halloween. I don't really have like a particular movie that I love to watch every year because there's just so many. I try to find new things to watch and I, I usually celebrate it all October. You know, like I try to find yeah. something to watch like every day during the month. Try to. Um, yeah, like uh, last night, I watched um, a Spanish horror film called Veronica, um, which was yep. on the list of like the 31 most terrifying yeah. Halloween movies. It's not. It, I, yeah. it, it's okay. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not, not scary. I was waiting for it. The reason why we picked it is yeah. because some people left halfway. I'm like, ooh, okay, this is like The Exorcist. Fuck yeah, it's great. No, I was like, no, nope. it, it was okay. Um, I thought The Conjuring was actually scarier. Um, oh, you know, yeah, and, that, and that's, you know, that's okay. But um, I saw also the ritual, which I thought was really good. Um, I I enjoyed that very much. So I'm just, I'm discovering a lot of new horror films. Uh, that's what I love most. But if I had to pick something, I mean, I always, I don't know, probably something like the thing. Have you seen Martyrs? Uh, yeah. I, well. Except for the last half hour, I was watching it with a friend, and we never get to finish it. I'm like, oh, I got to finish watching this. That which really which did you see? Which one? There, there's like the French. I don't see it. I looked it up, and I, I I I saw the English one, but I didn't see the French one. No, I saw the French one. But then I read about. It. <laughs> it's really fucked fuck up. up. Yeah, I, yeah. Not like Human Centipede fucked up, but you <laughs> but know, it's a fucked up movie. Yes, it is. Yeah, humans. How about you there, Gadfly? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't really have one that I watch. I mean, I, I have my favorite franchise, which is uh, well, franchises, I should say, which are uh, I love the Evil Dead franchises and love watching those. Now, I, I still love watching the original and Evil Dead Two, just because it's almost like a remake. You know, I, I can't I can't kind of get the continuity between those two. Um, and in two, I love the fact that they you can actually see that it's a set. As they do the fly through, and you can see all the rafters, and they just don't give a shit, you know, about all that stuff. And then um, I, I particularly like that one because uh, I think a lot of us went to see Army of Darkness in the theater. Um, so I think it was uh, Feather Fez, I think, was there, and I think uh, Tar was there when we went to see that Army of Darkness. And I, that was the first one I saw. So I hadn't seen Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2 prior to that and loved it. Um, I loved Army of Dark Souls, so much fun. The, um, and then I watched Phantasm. I love Phantasm. Um, and I think because that first one is, 
I was the age of that kid during the time it was made. That's the main character, you know. So I recognize all those, like the house, you know, the, and the fact that it wasn't like these pristine houses, like an E.T. or or any Spielberg, you know, it was more of these, you know, people actually lived in these houses and stuff. Um, and then just because it's it's a bizarre kind of horror science fiction um, and interdimensional. I mean, it literally has all alien. You don't you really you don't really know what any of that stuff is. Um, and because the the series gets uh, progressively more bizarre and Reggie is awesome because he's a dude that's balding with a ponytail I think how many how many <laughs> films have a hero that is that uh, you know that isn't the, the the typical thing so we got to meet him too and cinema wasteland yeah he was at one of the cinema wastelands I don't know what early on right well you see I, I actually have a I actually have a picture of him from that from that Okay, so yeah. I, I didn't come to Phantasm. Like everybody kept telling me to watch it. Like remember Roger? Yeah, you yeah. Love that. Uh, I literally did not watch the first Phantasm until like four or five years ago. So I had no connection. Really? Wow. And I as soon as I watched it, I'm like, I had to watch all of them, and then I watched them all again. You know, so it was literally like October that year was watching them all. Um, so yeah, those are the two. Oh, no, they're I, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, for me, they're a lot of fun. <laughs> What about you, Feather? What's the what's the Halloween spirit for you? Um, I've been uh, in just for Halloween in general. I've been watching a lot of uh, YouTube videos on CNC machining. Creepy <laughs> uh, <laughs> network creeps. Spooky wood. Spooky wood. Yeah, it's gonna be my new YouTube your new nickname. Spooky wood. Spooky wood. <laughs> That's just creepy, man. <laughs> no, spooky wood. Um, here's what I've been watching primarily for uh, Halloween. Uh, we have Dish Satellite, and Dish has a station called Dishscapes. It's channel 199, and it's every month it changes, and it's like a, a static shot with stuff that happens within the shot. It could be like a pastoral farmland but you know, you'll see a rabbit run across. Well, the one this month, they've gone above and beyond. They've put out one that is extremely active with actors and uh, you know things happening. It eventually does have a loop. It eventually does loop, but it's so, there, there's so many things that you can watch that loop, you know, several times, you know, to catch everything. And it's a really, it's like a Gothic, living room like you're coming in through the door in a foyer and you're looking at this uh, uh expanse before you there's a stairway curving stairway that goes up there's a, a, a grandfather clock just to the uh, left of those stairways you're facing facing it and one of the things that happens is all of a sudden these two ghost boys come out of that grandfather clock and they're giggling and they run and disappear underneath the stairs this kind of thing happens throughout this whole thing probably for a good half hour um, and with all these different things that, you know, happen and it's just very interesting. And it got me thinking, you know, this is the, you could do this like a, for a whole movie, you know, you could do the, exactly what they're doing here for a whole movie. 
um, which would be, you know, because it would just, you could change scenes, you know, and be different, pro, you know, progressively, you know, moving along, but it would be like this real leisurely watched movie. <laughs> and that's kind of what these become. Um, if you don't have dish, then you'll, you'll never know what it is, but it's very, it's very cool what they're doing and they've upped their game. This is the most active one that I've ever seen. And this one has like a bunch of, uh, characters and it's interesting because I've been really looking into, um, and we've talked about this before into the, the generation, the, you know, uh, computer generated characters and how realistic they are and how realistic they can be. And I'm looking at these characters and the way that they're set up, I can't tell. They could be completely generated, you know, no, no real actors, all generated characters. The only acting would be the, maybe the voice. And even then, who knows, you know, um, but it, it just kind of spurred that. And I've been watching that, but I always watch some universal movies. Um, I always watch, part of them. Yeah. yeah, I always watch a few, you know, yeah, each year it's different. You know, I'll pick a couple of different ones that I'll watch. I just, you know, just watch Frankenstein. And I just watched Bride of Frankenstein. I'll probably watch maybe another one. But, It'd be fun know. to see uh, Mad Monster Party. <laughs> I also watch I also watch um, all of your Budgeret's movies like Necromantic, Necromantic <laughs> 2, uh, uh, Todas King, Shram. I, uh, yeah, I watch. Repeated, I, I do watch all those. Yes, yes. But hey, speaking of which, you know, do you, I, I saw two T-shirts, Necromantic T-shirts at the, at the Central Wasteland we were just at. I even talked to a couple of these guys and uh, grilled them, you know, see if they were true um fans and they were so that's the uh, kind of, the that's kind of scary in itself it's the poster artwork the, the yeah. face the woman's face yeah i've seen those too yeah i i watched necromantic because of you feather um, i know I think we probably watched it <laughs> <laughs> and uh in a way i was if I we had to watch it you had to watch it i sorry. was disappointed <laughs> that there wasn't it wasn't more graphic than what it was but using the pipe as penis but, but at least there's put a condom on it safe sex um, yeah, I remember writing about that for the college newspaper where I was teaching, you know, for Valentine's Day. This is a great Valentine's Day first day movie, you know. Uh, I'm surprised they ran it. They must have had nothing. Slow news day. Yeah, that that was. I think Tertotus King might have been more disturbing to me. Yes. in a lot of ways. It's just so because yes. because uh, the documentary style, uh, yes. the detached view, especially at the concert. Um, and unfortunately, we've seen that it played out too many times in real, oh, yeah, real life, yeah. you know, sadly. But some of the German horror films are some of the most fucked up. Yeah. You know, uh, watch The Burning Moon. Have you ever seen The Burning Moon? Yes. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you want to start. That's like, fuck. You got to watch The Simpsons for three hours to watch that shit out of your brain. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's messed up, man. Um I think some of the best horror is really coming out of Europe. There's some really great yeah, horror. You know, I watched Let the Right One In again. I really, I love that movie. I think have, it's just brilliantly shot. It's so stark. And Has um, anybody seen Witching and Bitching? No, I've seen no. The Witch. Witching and Bitching. Yeah. It was, it's a Spanish movie. But it's hilarious. It's really funny. I'm seeing and, it. And it's a good horror comedy. It's fun. So what do you watch, Tar, for your Halloween festivities? You know, Universal, B-movies, stuff like that. I just watched a little bit of... I found one the other day. What was that called? Messenger of... 
death or something. Anyway, it had Lon Chaney Jr. and John Carradine in it. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to be brothers. And they were they were vying over the control of a, a coven. A coven. Oh, tell me about the <laughs> rabbit, George. Anyway, yeah. I I can it was so bad I couldn't get very far into it, but I have to find this again. We have to do this maybe for a an insane radio episode, but it was bad. But anyway, I also you... watched the, the tar and feather episode of uh, Night of the Living Dead. That's I just good. watched that a couple of days ago, um, just because I want. I hadn't seen the movie, and we were talking to some people about that too. So it kind of made me want to go back and revisit it. You know, I thought this was a perfect time to do it. I have to buy another collection of uh, tar and feather DVDs because I keep giving them away. I think I. <laughs> I'm serious. I think I've owned like five sets and I just go, people are like, what's that? I'm like, that's my dad and my friend. Check it out. <laughs> and then I never hear from those people again. So this is the greatest <laughs> way to, to lose friends. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, the oh, uh, Happy 100th episode. Formerly Crappics. Formerly Crappics. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It was 100 good, episodes. Good time. Formerly yeah. Crappics. What's his uh, freezer mortis? Freezer mortis. I think he said th- there was only maybe two episodes out of that whole time that were they had to redo something or you know they didn't come out right but out of that. But that's a good hundred episodes. Man. So, what are the movies that like really creeped you guys out? Like, if you watch that movie, it just like I okay, like a movie that you you literally get those kind of tingles because it's you're like oh this is either fucked up or just really scary night of the living dead for me ah, no doubt yeah. it it's that's why i watch it that's why i could continue going back to it because it evokes uh, you know a whole different emotion yeah. within me you know my 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 viscera they they react totally differently to that movie than to most other movies that one and and uh henry like a frightened the serial killer yeah henry reports the serial killers what'd you say that's a, that's a creepy one like a frightened turtle you're just frightened right. turtle. Um, yeah, uh, Henry. Another movie that. Uh, thank you for sending. <laughs> uh, I've seen that movie You're only welcome. once. That's a that's a dark, dark, dark movie, man. Uh, but the performance. That's why I keep amazing. going back to it. Yes. But but now I know why you really love, you know, that actor. You know, he is so good. Michael He's Rooker. So Michael Rooker. Um, well, and and the guy who plays Otis. And the guy who plays yeah. I can't ever think and remember his name. He's great. Yeah. Uh, and I watch that. I'm like, God damn, this is it's just so brutal. You know? And it's uh, because, again. Come so, back to what you said. It's almost almost a documentary style. Yeah. It's so matter it's of fact. More, it's more like cinema verite, you know? Yes. As opposed to, to the typical way that American films are made. That, and, that's, and that comes back to Night of the Living Dead. I feel that's the same way. It does it. Yeah, it does. It has its own feel. It's not an American movie. It has more of a European feel to it. Um, I got no money. Let's shoot this in his house quickly. Let's do it. Yeah, and he's doing with what he can. It just shows you how quickly and and the look of it. I think the stark, the black and white. It's all part of it. I'm not nearly the fan you are of the movie, but I certainly appreciate it. But I get the same way. I feel the same way about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, the first one. The first. Yeah, and it feels. Because that's the era in the early 70s it feels like legend of boggy creek it feels that grainy dirty kind of 
back alley kind of production you know like mm -hmm. that scared the shit out of me when i was five years old that's you know i mean i saw a legend of boggy creek in a theater for christ's sake you know <laughs> and uh probably i had nightmares for weeks um you know yeah i get it i get it man i i think that's the the night of the living dead is scary because you don't know whether you're more scared of uh the zombies or society itself you know what i mean like i think that's what they do really well in balancing that and i don't even know if that they did that on purpose i just think that you know that whole ends part you know where they're he's pretty much maintained they didn't do it on right purpose. yeah i know that's what i said but but that to me like when you watch it now uh, well, and yeah it, it, and there again it, that goes back to the union um <laughs> yeah, never mind. Well, i think i think the romero though started <laughs> consciously making those kinds of societal criticisms well no he did he after did. you know and dawn yeah starting with dawn yes. he also did the yes. same you know about consumerism he also you brings that up in night riders um you know this this concept mindless consumerism and uh this is why the zombies go back to the mall you know because this was an important place for them you know that to me is my favorite that's like the holy grail of horror movies this night of the or dawn of the dead yeah, and, uh, Dawn of the Dead is Dawn of the Dead is yeah. I, I, um, yeah, I love that one too. I um, the uh, nice thing about that is it's still like that's the standard for seeing a body ripped apart. Uh, the the special effects that Tom Savini did in that, there everybody literally says that's the standard by which you measure how something looks. Zombies up there. Yeah, and just how they, there's that part where they literally like I apart, you know. Mm -hmm. into, um, oh yeah, it's great. I think it has to do with the age, though, Feather. I think because the, how old were you when you saw Night of the Living Dead? The first time. Fifteen or sixteen. And that's that's about the age I was about sixteen or so when I saw Dawn, and uh, so I think that's, that's part of it. It makes such a big impact because of the emotion. You know, I saw I that, that at a back. I was showing. nineteen. I was nineteen. Uh, I was like at a midnight showing. Yeah. You know and. Um, it was those movies that I went with a bunch of friends and I was just blown away by like, you know, oh my God. And I immediately the next day I started working on my own, my sequel, <laughs> <laughs> Feast of the Dead, which was a <laughs> shitty novel that I threw away. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> just awful, but it had some pretty funny moments though. I helped to resurrect it one day, but I think that's part of it. You know, those, those things that I was watching the horror of Dracula hammer, you know, the other mm -hmm. day. And there's a scene that still, I remember as a kid, I must've been all four or five when I first saw that movie. Um, those are pretty intense movies for a four and five year old, but there's yes. a scene where Harker first sees Dracula at the top of the stairs, you know, he kind of, he's, he's looking at him coming down. And I, I remember that scene cause Harker's like rec recoiling in, in fear and the, uh, the music's building and you know it, it doesn't there's nothing that really happens dracula closes the door but it's so ominous and <laughs> to this day i mean that this has stayed with me you know 50 years later that has imprinted on my head you know that's how universal and hammer that's what i grew up on stuff i grew up on as a kid i think we all must oh i think we all did yeah we all you did. know and i can i still feel like that child when i hear that universal music scroll and i see the airplane go around i mean i still feel like that kid watching it on hula hand and big chuck yeah. or the ghoul or something like that you know it was just those memories are you know imprinted in me and so yeah. that there's a still a child love style childlike joy and love of this whole season you know and now i look for new experiences you know which is why i try to turn for the it 
you know, foreign horror. I mean, I love J horror, K horror. I'm, I'm now there's a couple Indonesian horror movies, which I've never seen a horror movie from, from Indonesia <laughs> or India. So I'm, I'm interested to check those out. India, and I've never seen one from India. Yeah. So oh, they're a hoot. So I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> a hoot, looking toward... <laughs> Yeah. So I'm, I was, and then I also the uh, Squid Games is on Netflix. So I got to watch that now. So I'm excited about that. But you, Tar, what, what, what creeped you out? You know, the haunting when I was looking at it, that 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 movie was on and yeah I, I can't tell you how old I was maybe six or whatever but anyway that was on at night you know it was dark and that was a black and white movie and I don't know that movie just I thought it was scary you know you, you weren't sure and it's it, still it, it was yeah sound effects yeah you know yeah I, I thought it was yeah I to me that's like one of the ultimate haunted house movies I, I think that, yeah, the haunting, the haunting. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I like that. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I haven't seen that. In a, I haven't seen that in quite a while. Yeah, and it, it, and how it approached it too. Yeah, yeah. how would it approach? I'd like to it see too. that again. With the the scientists coming in to investigate the place. So, I mean, that was like yeah. one of the first movies like that. You know. Yeah. So that yeah, that was kind of interesting. So, so kind of scary. nothing scary. has scared you since. What's that? Nothing has scared you since, like nothing has given you the chill. Oh no! Well, no, Night Living Dead was, yeah, that was, that was a given. I saw that the first time by myself, and it was like I, I don't even know where I was at. It's like, yeah, yeah, pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the Exorcist does it for me too. Oh, yeah. oh there you go. Yeah, because yeah. I was, you know, growing up in a very fundamentalist, you know, household, a church, and thinking that devil's out there to get you and. Um, I might have been 12 when I saw The Exorcist. Uh, I was on TV, so it was cut. So I didn't get to see it in all of its glory till years later. But um, God, that's so You fun. didn't have to. I didn't have to. It was enough in my head. <laughs> no. you know? I mean, it was enough. I filled it in. Just the simple things like her speaking backwards and like hearing the tape of her and all the voices coming out of her and, you know, just like, oh, you know, and I, I get goosebumps when I watch that movie. I still... I have come to love the side plot more with Father, you know, Karras uh, and right. his, his questioning his faith. I found that, I mean, the movie has just grown so much richer to me in those aspects, but it still scares the fuck out of me. I will not watch it alone at night. There's no way, because yeah. I know I walk to the bathroom, a fucking Reagan's going to be right there when I open the bathroom <laughs> door. I just won't. It's like, nope. I gotta watch it in the daytime or with other people or something. It's like no, no. It's it, it sticks with me for a couple of days. Yeah, it's still like a fucking STD, man. It is yeah. good. It and very effective. Yeah, well, that's the, it was going to be one of my movies, and uh, I saw it because um, Feather took me to Clem Kutzley's house to watch it on TV <laughs> when I was twelve years old. You know, and uh, I'm not religious at all. And I still, for the next month, thought my bed was moving at night. I like literally go to bed and I'll be like, it's moving. Oh, it's moving. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, so there's a radio on, lights <laughs> on. Yeah, I was like, nope, no way. Yeah, we talked to our, uh, you know, my friend uh, Roger, <laughs> talk about it. He goes, he goes, it was on last night and I had to have every light on in the house. And this is huh. like, a, he was like 38 years old or whatever. <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's too scary. Um, yeah, that one freaks me out. Night of the Living Dead freaked me out uh, because I saw it very young. I was probably like eight or something. And this is how how these horror movies went. Feather would say, we're going to watch this tonight on uh, this, 
whatever. And then while I'm watching it, I'd look over and he's looking at me like, what do you think, scary? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, going, I'm freaked out. <laughs> uh, and my brother would be like, oh. <laughs> the, uh, um, so those are really scary. But recently as an adult, um, the one that uh, really freaked me out was uh, uh, Juman. Uh, what's, what's it called in? Juan. Juan, Juan. Juan yeah. Yeah. What's it called in uh, America? It's a uh, grudge. The grudge that okay i literally would get like these chills watching certain parts of that uh, the idea of somebody being haunted once they went to a place that was haunted and not being able to and then that you could actually see the ghosts on tape that policeman seeing the ghosts mm-hmm. and he's like shit this is real you know um and then just kids that look like that and just appearing next to the bed and going uh you know that that just really i don't know man it just freaked me out um i loved it i thought it was great and i like i like the american version i like the japanese version yeah both versions me too me too i they're you know i think it's like a a really the american version is an intelligent translation you know of of the the japanese unlike they did with ringu yes no yeah ringu Ringu was was great ringu was great that last that scene where she comes out of the tv jesus that is one of the most unnerving 35 seconds of cinema you know ever it's as every bit as disturbing as if you see the the director's cut of the exorcist when you see reagan doing the the spider crawl down the stair when you first see that you're like holy fuck you know and she's vomiting blood that that is really horrifying and that's see that's why i love so much about the foreign horror is that they bring their cultural sensibilities to this like the korean horror is also really great there's mm-hmm. one called the wailing which is really good a lot of ghost stuff and i Let's tutored two one. korean girls uh one semester and the one was deathly afraid of ghosts because uh, this is so prevalent in her culture i might have mentioned this before she would always be afraid of taking a shower she got a ghost would come down on the ceiling and grab her and pull her up so she was always showering like looking at the ceiling making sure the ghost wasn't there um and this was taught to her by her grandma you know grandma it was just instilled into her from childhood that these ghosts are real. They're going to fucking get you. And she lived her life in terror. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I love the cultural sensibilities and differences. I love seeing that because most American horror anymore is just redundant. It's it's the torture porn. It's remakes of foreign films. And there's very, very little original new horror, American horror. That's just that's worth anything. It's. You know segue what's what what is the new what is the most original horror uh, american horror lately i would say a quiet place really tense really you know really well done that was really good and so it's from uh what is it peel yeah, from key and peel yeah yeah and uh with um and who directed it uh I think it's John, John Kaczynski. He's in it, I think. Yeah, he directed it too. Oh, did he? I thought. Yeah. I thought uh, it was, yeah. No, he Kaczynski directed it. Um, he also directed the second one, which I I liked not as much as the first one, but it's still really good. Uh, was uh, the Descent? Is that is that American? I think so. Yeah. I th- I thought that was really good. Very very well done. I remember watching it with my grandma. 
she loved horror films and she's like i'm gonna i'm telling those girls right now not to go in that cave you know and when the bad things happen she goes i told them girls not to go in that cave uh yeah the descent was really good i think slither is uh, it's uh, great really comedy good. horror but as far as like true terror so that really grabs a hold of you Oof. i don't know yeah, we were talking terror or, or making you know, uncomfortable even. You know, that's that's not necessarily terror, but it it just right. gives you that uncomfortable. Ew. You know what mine is? One one of mine I just was thinking about is the first 15 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Oh god. That now that makes me uncomfortable and there, and if I really think about it, there is a bit of terror there that I think that whole opening conveys that's just i mean that's that's one that is the absolutely one of the most powerful scenes or you know uh, segments in a movie i've ever seen you know and every time i see it i just i just I, you know now i can marvel at the at the technical ingenuity that you know went on and everything but when i first saw it that didn't even didn't even in, include i was so immersed in that and so you know just un made so uncomfortable and, and squeamish and probably i think you're right head i think i was kind of terrified you know that's a terrifying situation yeah it is i i um i went into it to watch it and i i didn't know much about it i mean other than obviously what it was about but uh i didn't know it was going to be so intense so i went in and it's three you know two and a half hour movie so i got my bucket of popcorn and my you know like i'm gonna sit there i didn't take one bite I couldn't that from that first second of the film you pulled in and it was dead silent in the theater and I I couldn't eat that I was just so my stomach was just a knots by the end of that first 30 minutes that that landing on the beach yeah, yeah. and it's just you know and there were people just sobbing when it was over yeah it was such a moving powerful film but yes it is and it's a brilliant because it sets up war you know mm -hmm. and it, you know everything from that point on we're not fucking around you know right this is this is war we're not fucking right around. it's not and that movie not does John it Wayne. more than just about any and i yeah. i i'm i loathe military movies i i just loathe them i hate them except for that one <laughs> that movie yeah. i think is just absolutely brilliant and the whole movie is uncomfortable yeah. in so many ways ways oh know? yeah and, yeah you can't you can't relax not one for one yeah. second um and there are scenes where it just you know your entrails you just they just go to ice you know yeah, yeah it's a, i i've i've seen it since but it's not a movie you can ever watch for pleasure at least i can't because no, of the toll it takes it, yes. it is it is hard to detach and watch as an observer yep. Yep. um it is just it's not it's like on the opposite end of watching a movie like apocalypse now you know which the hearts of darkness it's it's not it's not that it's same thing with like watching band of brothers i think it's a crucial watching it's essential watching but it, it is a it takes its toll on you it is an emotional viewing and you can't i can't watch it without just sobbing you know i just ball my eyes out every time i watch it i couldn't uh, uh gadfly recommended it and i watched maybe two episodes but i grew up watching all kinds of military stuff you know when i was a kid and I think that, and I'd had enough. I'm bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'd had enough. You know, when I started watching Band of Brothers, I just, I've had, an, I've seen all of this. Maybe not quite in the same way, but 
I just couldn't bring myself because because it just so, is so yeah. so uncomfortable and and it's not only uncomfortable but infuriating, you know. Yeah, it it, uh, it glorifies nothing. Um, and then yes. the only thing it glorifies is uh, the band of they're a band of brothers. They're, yeah, the right. brother brotherhood. Right. Know, or, um, even human more, human humanhood. It should be <laughs> even more disturbing is Pacific, which is the they actually did the band of brothers, but they did it in the Pacific. Um, and that is uh, that is even more uh, just I don't know. It, at the end of that series, you just are just wiped out. I mean, it's like it's it's an emotional toll, and you go you you just can't understand how people go through that. And then the people that go through that are fucked. I mean, they're just they're you know everybody that comes out of that is not like normal at all ever again. <laughs> you know, um, so in one way or another, has right. Been, and they're expected to be when they get home. That's you know right. And they're expected to be, and they just yeah. It's just it's it's so well done though. I mean that's it's so well done. You know uh, that it it doesn't do that. The band the best thing about the band of brothers is at the end of the series they talk about they actually interview the, or, yeah. or you find out the interviews uh, of who each of those characters are. Mm -hmm. They don't tell you the entire series. They interview these people, but they don't tell you who they are in the in the actual. Uh, show. You can tell some of them because they picked actors oh. who looked like there was one particular one or two guys in particular yeah. uh, who were very close to it and you hear them and then when they start crying it's just like because this is still fresh as yeah. yesterday to these guys you know like yeah it, it, it never leaves them yeah. um, it never never did. When at the at the end, when they do reveal who each person is it's awesome you know what I mean it's 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 amazing and these are like you're like okay these are like real <laughs> like these are the real deal human beings i don't know whatever they they have uh, you know endured stuff and you see what like real leadership is as opposed to the leadership that's appointed um so you know like at the beginning you have these people that are obviously rotc you know people that come out and have uh, these things but then you have uh, winters you know who is a leader and becomes a leader and you know and then even when he's a leader, he's ready to run into combat with his friends. And the, then the general stops him and says, no, 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 that's not your role anymore. You don't run out there and fight like that anymore. You send other people in to fight. And you can just see he's like, oh, he's just so angry because he just wants to be there, you know. Um, and then they have other characters like, what's the guy that's the crazy guy uh, that's constantly like robbing everything that he finds and sending it back home? And, and then they're all sitting there and they're like, those tanks are just, we're fucked. Those tanks are sitting there and they're just going to pick us off. He literally takes off running across the, <laughs> the field, leaps over the, the fence um, and throws a grenade in there and blows it up and then comes running back, you know, and they're all firing around him, you know, and he doesn't get hit, you know. Uh, so I, I think that's awesome. Um, I was thinking of, uh, you know, with Peel, I was thinking of uh, Get Out um, and Oh, Oz. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Get Out is really uh, just unnerving. Unnerving, yes. Unnerving is all fuck. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah it's palpable. I mean, the <laughs> yeah, it is just so skin crawlingly disturbing. You would love it, Feather. Yeah. Um, for that, just because the visceral effect. I mean, it's tan yeah, you can feel it, man. It's too real. That's mm -hmm. yeah, hmm. real. Right. Right. Yeah. Coming from a good source. It absolutely is. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's good. He's really coming into his own big time. I, I didn't see the, what he did on the Twilight Zone, but I heard it was kind of, I heard that was his done well, but I didn't see his episodes. What's the, he, doesn't, isn't he involved with that Cthulhu 
thing on House HBO? Of, House of Cthulhu? Oh, what's it called? Uh, <coughs> oh, uh, I know what you're talking about, but HBO. Oh, Lovecraft. Something Lovecraft? Uh, lo yeah. yeah. Lovecraft. Lovecraft. That's what it's Country. called. Country. Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Country. Yeah. Love yes. That's actually really good. So good. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's the, the Halloween tradition. Those are the movies you watch. I, you know, I'm also like into the Universal Monster movies. Uh, you know, I have the whole collection. Um, and uh, what I started doing a year ago was I found out exactly what when they came out, and I watched. Oh, yeah, they're not legit. Yeah, so you literally like just whenever they came out, you'd start watching them. Mm -hmm. um, and it's interesting to to, to discover the ones that uh, I didn't think I would like, like Daughter of Dracula. Um, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> You know, and didn't mm -hmm. think of it. Um, the. Uh, it's totally different than anything else in the yes, series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I always liked it. I liked it. Um, and I'm still not a creature of the Black Lagoon fan. You know, I, I like the first yeah. one. Okay. The other two, not so much. I I, I like them. Mummy. The first Mummy. Oh, yeah. Mummy's great. Uh, and I like parts of the Invisible Man. That was funny. We uh, at the convention we sold a set of coasters, and I said I'll give you the whole Universal set, you know, for X amount of dollars. She goes, "That's okay, but can I substitute the Invisible Man? I don't like the Invisible Man." <laughs> <laughs> well, you should, have, you should have done one with nothing on it. That'd have been great. Like yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's next. Uh, yeah. Well, it was funny as soon as she said that, Feather's like, "Mm-hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah." Have to agree. Uh, no, you know what would be a good. Uh, yeah, it would be the where it's he's unraveling it, you know. That's yeah. And you see half of his head's you know not yep. there. I, that would be a pretty. Cool that would be awesome image. That'd be I would get that even though I'm not. I like the first yeah. Well, okay, me too. <laughs> but I'm not. I have not seen the other ones, Invisible Agent and those ones. But it's just not something that crazy appeals to me. Just like the like no, the but Phantom of the Opera. It's like eh. Yeah, yeah, same here. Phantom of the Option never really appealed to me. No, I, I like I liked the versions, the Hammer and the Universal. Oh, yeah. I like the Herbert Lom. That was probably the first one I. I saw seeing. the I saw the Hammer one at the theater yeah. in, in the movie theater. The Invisible. Oh. Going back to the Invisible Man, the Invisible Agent was fun. It had Peter Lorre in it. Anyway, they catch him. Yes, they be being the Japanese German agents. They catch him with a uh, there was a net with all these fish hooks in it. And they drop it on him. And he's like, oh, yeah. So you're thinking like, oh, man, all these fish hooks. Are, you know, you're seeing the the net moving around and with the fish hooks in it. You're going, oh, man, that, you know, that kind of sucks. He's naked, too. And it's like, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty good, though. Yeah, but it's a stupid movie, though. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, li I like movies like The Black Cat. Yes. You know? You know, I, that's that, a weird. Yeah, that's and it's weird. just so beautiful and subtle, and the Art Deco, the the, the yes, the uh, houses and and then you you know the whole undercurrent builds that builds toward this kind of ritual. I mean, that's you know I love that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and again, it's 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 not given the props it's due. I don't think in right. Universal, you know, Frankenstein, they all get the the play the monsters, but boy, that's a really good movie. If anything, that. 
I don't know the set that they created for that. That, that was just yeah, that was so, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ultimate Art Deco man. Yeah. yeah, even the way they were dressed, their their whole attire, everything was art dressed. Deco. Uh, the, that was very the, cool. The visos, the t- television screen. Yes, it's like seeing yeah. Son yes. of Frankenstein. You know, going back to the House of Frankenstein, that big set they were in, the, in in like or Dracula, or even Frankenstein. These gorgeous sets. I mean, these movies. Yeah. You know, they live in these places. Shot and, primarily on on set primarily yeah. with um, some scenes outside frankenstein had a few you know the the you know the most controversial scene was an outside scene yes that's right little girl drowning yeah. a little girl yeah right yeah the first time i saw it, it you know when they showed it on uh cell and out of channel eight on on in indianapolis the little girl scene was cut well, they cut that for a long was time. It? Yeah, yeah, it was cut, cut for for a really long. Yeah, time. and then they brought it back in, just like the yeah. King Kong. There were some scenes. They were yeah, out. yeah, you know, of him like uh, fighting a woman who wasn't Fay Raid. He go threw her down and stomping on the natives and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they cut all those things. I'm glad they yeah. were restored back in. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What was the movie we saw at Cinema Wasteland a couple of years ago, where we actually they actually had actors from the movie that had Boris Karloff and his wife lived in an apartment. And they oh, were um, trying to recreate, or they were trying to make design. The movie was Sorcerers. I know you. Sorcerers, yeah. And who was the, the actor that was there? Don't remember, but it he was, was the other, the other main guy in the. Ivan, yeah, but I can't remember his name. Ivan gave Ogilvy? a talk. Yeah, showed the movie and gave a talk. Yeah. Yeah. Ivan Ogilvy, something like that. Something, something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's it. Wasn't it? Ivan Ogilvy. It was. Uh, that was a great. That was one of the, my favorite talks and watch watching a movie and then hearing the people talk about the, the movie. yeah that was fun yeah it was great cool any other uh great things you guys do for halloween to celebrate the halloween tradition i eat a bag of candy corn oh get out of here you find you like chase it with peeps too don't you no i'm i'm not a peeps fan like easter <laughs> no I yeah. mean, I'll have like one peep at Easter, but um, I usually wait till like the day after Easter to get the best prices on candy. But I don't, I don't need a whole lot of candy. You know, it's just not my thing. But um, candy corn, I'll allow myself some. Um, you know, I do, I do enjoy candy around Halloween time. I like when we, if we have candy for trick or treaters and they don't show up, well, someone has to eat all those paydays and Milky Ways. I guess it'll be me. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. <laughs> I can't do the Milky Way is too sweet. Oh, all the candy's too sweet now. I think because they don't, you know, they don't have like real sugar. It's all the corn syrup. Yeah, it's way sweet. The I flavors. ate a bag of Kit Kat bars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kit Kats. It's it, you can definitely tell it doesn't taste like when we were younger. That's for sure. It's very, very thin and sweet. Not not a lot of good chocolatey or other flavors in the in the candy. Yeah. I've been an old person since I was five because I love Baby Ruth's. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Maybe vermouth. What about uh, what about the monster cereals? Do you eat any of those? Have you ever eaten any of those? Oh yeah, I loved I loved fruit fruit as a kid. Um, <laughs> chocula, I liked them all, man. Really, a blueberry was great. I did. I think chocula was the least favorite of mine because um, you didn't always get like a strawberry or blueberry flavored cereal, mm-hmm. and and fruit fruit was cool just because it was a werewolf. You know that was, but it, fruit fruit didn't last very long. But but again, those cereals don't taste the same either. Those are all cheap ass cereals and they taste like shit. Yummy so. mummy and fruit brood are the 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 sideline cereals, you know. You That's what Grim said. 
<laughs> Come on, General Mills, get your shit together, make some decent cereal, you fucks. Well, they, they at least made some great marketing and mascots, cartoon mascots. Oh, my God, yeah. Because, well, on the back of the box, they used to make masks. Yes. I remember one year, yeah, you could just cut it out. You could have that as a free mask. You know, you cut all whole hard feather mask. Rubber band. I'd and... love to have a couple of those. Yeah. Cool. eBay. I remember those, yeah. We need to we need to make an actual box of Furios. Oh, yeah. With my with face. Furios? On a... <laughs> yeah. We have also Lice Krispies, too. Lice. Krispies, that's racist. No, it isn't. <laughs> Lice Krispies. I know. If you say that other R, then it's not racist. It's not Lice Krispies. It's Lice Krispies. No, I said that as an example of what, how you don't say. Uh, okay. We, we on China just. We in you. the marketing department know what we're doing. Yes. Watching you. We got our eyes on you. Tar feather is no, that's fucking racist, right? Tar yeah, feather, yeah. Tars, tars are up there, really yep. taking it to that racist level. You're retarding it again, tar. Retarding. <laughs> oh, so tar and feather is inappropriate, not racist. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Whenever we, whenever we not. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say. You have been listening to Where can you find us, Professor Feather? You can find us all over the interwebs. You can find us on Faces Book. That's the that's the alternative Facebook. It's called Faces Book. I don't know if you've been there. There's we we just Rod started Stewart this. Was on there. We just we just yeah, launched yeah. it the other day. Yeah, we yeah. got I think four subscribers, something like that. We, are, we are on Facebook. It's it's uh, Unsane Radio. You can see all the Southern affiliates. Go to com and look at the pictures. And you can read everything there. And you can even search through. If you if you have a favorite uh, uh, thing you want to hear about, just write it in the search. And it'll probably cop up because we talk about everything at Nazi. Especially um, Nazi. More, more especially Nazi. Yeah. But we add added some more. No, add some more. Can't have enough nausea if you're to us. Oh. Hey, Tar, what about that Tarn Feather peoples? What about that? At tarnfeather.com. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and we're on the Faces books too, aren't we? At Psycho Cinema, Tarn Feather Psycho Cinema. At the Facebook. Oh, how about that? Who would have thunk it? <laughs> That's amazing, Tar. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> and Knock don't forget to listen to heavy metal horror. Heavy oh. metal. Well, that's pretty amazing right too, there, Doctor. Unsane Radio or Heavy Metal Horror Podcast on YouTube. Don't forget, you can reach out and find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror, on Instagram, Montag Lewis, one word. And there we go. And you also have We Freaks on Facebook. Um, an incredibly amusing and uh, smart and touching and uh, amusing. Just plain cool. Just plain cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cart it's it's yeah. It had a lot of depth. Surprisingly, it's, it's a beautifully done. Strip. Yeah. And we can say that even even when Fez isn't here. Yes. That's right. 
yeah, hopefully he'll be touched or somebody will touch him, you know, when uh, he hears this. Depends on how much money we got to pay. Appropriate way, he says.